listening to Party Nerds Weekly. Welcome to the party, party nerds in the house! Woo! Guys, tonight, I say this every night, but tonight we got a special, special, special podcast because, first of all, our topic is going to be what else but Bridgerton. What the fuck?! Just kidding. We're not talking about Bridgerton. Uh, we're going to be talking about WandaVision. So real quick, let me uh, introduce the cast. We got Jorge, the other party nerd, the editor. Put up for Jorge. <laughs> so, uh, all right. The lovely, the talented Nikki Geeks. She left the chat room, bro. <laughs> Checked out. Checked Where did she go? I don't know. Next. <laughs> All right, so we got the other lovely girl. We got before she leaves, she was just like, oh, screw y'all. We have Samantha's cosplay. What's up, Samantha? First of all, your shoe storm is perfect because you're actually kind of invisible. Look at you. <laughs> it makes sense now. <laughs> it, absolutely. You, you, you use the glitch to your advantage, so uh, respect. And uh, we also got with us... Uh, the man, the, the facts master himself, Grandmaster Facts. Thank you. Thank you. With the sound effects machine, uh, give us one sound real quick. All right, and guys, we have, oh, look, and now Nikki decides to just come back out of nowhere. I just lost power. <laughs> Listen, first of all, you're looking like the brawny guy, so make sure you grab your paper towels. <laughs> Minimum wage! Yeah! He was big and strong and everything. <laughs> up? Welcome back, Nikki. Glad you're back. So, guys, our special guest, uh, we have a good friend of the Party Nerds for a while. This man, he has one of the most impressive nerd accounts on YouTube. If you guys uh, have not heard of everything always, you guys are missing out on one of the most informative uh, Marvel, but he covers everything topics. Guys, give it up for Michael Roman. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Michael, so listen, first of all, I'm thoroughly impressed with that Iron Man behind you. Like, what, where, where did you get that from? Oh, I mean, you want me to tell you what this is? This is, yes. the, this is the Bruce Hansing Mark III. And the guy I got this from actually is uh, the world-renowned El Fett. He makes uh, Deadpool replica costumes. Uh, and there's, it's insane. He's so good that I think Ryan Reynolds actually has one of his. Um, I got it from him who got it from Bruce. But this is a total one-to-one. Uh, Mark three from Iron Man one. And uh, it's pre-wired for electronics, the arc reactor, the repulsors all light up. It's uh, was hand sculpted in clay. Uh, it's made out of fiberglass and I can totally wear this. 100%. Bro, you, does it fly? I mean, it looks it like doesn't, it flies. No, listen, listen, I can't afford the fuel to make it fly. But other than that, it's Wait. totally good to go. That's cosplay we, porn. That's not even fair. Stand, <laughs> we stand Elfet. We love Elfet in this house. Oh, you know Elfet. Okay, so yeah, I got this from Elfet in uh, October of last year. He's a, I would say friend, but you know, internet friends. You guys know how it goes. We're all internet He's friends. incredible. Yeah, Elfet's awesome. 
So guys, um, so let's talk about uh, episode five of WandaVision. And uh, Michael, I know on your page, you, you talked about a lot. You go week to week, every episode. But what made this episode so like different? What, what the show's getting gradually darker, like we said it would, but what's making, where's the story going in your mind? You know what? So honestly, the one detail I've been thinking about the entire week was that oversaturated red glare off all the light sources that wasn't present up until then like the show's been getting creepy and we've seen some really <laughs> creepy things but that red glare is it's there on purpose uh it's there for a reason and it just makes me think that like whatever's happening is like it's bigger right so we thought about the hex as like this home that wandavision set up where she can make her little fantasy play out but you know i'm starting to wonder if it's in a portal to hell or something crazier that you know we haven't seen in that like that's what that red glare was implicating was that it's something bigger is coming you know what i mean like, like James, do you think do you think her reality is kind of she's losing control of the reality, or is, or is is it more just like people around her are starting to kind of realize this this shit ain't right? Well, pretty much it's coming to the fact where where Vision is starting to get like very inclined of what's happening here. Like he had that 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 uh, corresponding thing where it happened in the office where he was able to blank out one of the guys, and the guys actually like asking him for help, and he put him back into his spell. So he's starting to be cognizant of what's happening in, the, in this entire like whole reality. And you know what, the funny thing about this week, remember the scene where uh, Wanda and Vision both kind of flew up in the air, like shit got yeah. real. Like I almost felt uncomfortable watching that. Like, oh damn. Yeah, cause like, it was like, it, they had that scene where it was like, it was rolling the credits, basically Wanda finishing up the show for the day. And basically Vision's like, no, 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 no. We're not done, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> right, and, and Michael, I don't know if you know before, but I mentioned that uh, did you ever see Too Many Cooks? Mike? Oh, I did. Uh, oh, I, I I love Too Many Cooks. Uh, <laughs> I've had I've had so many conversations with people, and what I think is so funny is sometimes they miss the mark on what Too Many Cooks was trying. It was trying to show you what happens when too many artistic visions. You know, Too Many Cooks will ruin the stew. Like when too many people come together to try to shoehorn things in, and so I think that was a great catch by you, especially with the rolling credits and the way it sort of you know, it's weird and that the villain has probably been there present in, in scenes mm. that we haven't noticed the whole time. Very, very reminiscent of that. Yeah, and, and it's so funny that, um, like, and obviously this week, are we in the 80s? Is that where this past week was? I it was the I, Family Ties episode. It, it creeped into early 90s though, right? Is Full House yeah. late 80s? I don't remember, I honestly don't remember. Full House, you got it, dude. Yeah. All right, so it's late 80s, early, no, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of wish they did like a black, black sitcom, like a, give me a break or that, that's my mama, so Wanda would have been like, and this wonderful person, well, that's my mama. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Theme the intro song for this WandaVision. Did you guys listen to the lyrics? Did you guys catch the lyrics? They, the guy kept on saying, we're making, they kept saying, we're making it up as we go along, yeah, yeah. but what tomorrow holds and stuff like that. So the, WandaVision is always putting little clues in there. Like, so let me ask you also, uh, Mike, like, what do you think about the guy? Who's the, uh, Hay Hayward, is that the, uh, the- The director, Tyler Hayward, yeah. Who do you think he is? Who is he? So, you know what? I said in that first Easter egg video where he came on the scene, I did that funny little, uh, uh, like allusion to the golden child where everything uh, falls away and Charles Dance is talking to the devil. And I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised at all if this dude like runs off base and goes and makes a chalk door and knocks on it. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> you know, and I've seen people say that he's Mephisto. There's also that loose tie uh, to agents of shield that he may, you know, be, I, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that like Hydra wanted to summon the devil and they concocted a scheme using Scarlet Witch and what she wanted 
to make the conduit for that. So I, I think Tyler Hayward falls into that plot. We also know he's withholding a lot of information because yeah. he chose not to tell them that Wanda broke into the facility to steal Vision's body. And then he just called it a missing person case. And when he knew that it was a lot more than that. So he's already, that's already been proven. We don't, we, we know he's hiding stuff. Um, mm. It's just wondering what it is. So, so is he like the antagonizer or is he an instigator? Cause I mean, like, you said we don't know if he's Mephisto or not because if he is a Hydra agent and by the way if you mess the letters around in Hayward you can spell Hydra and you know normally you would be like stop but I'll this be is <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. They're like you're taking it too far now go home you know I think I think the big takeaway right now in the MCU and this is the point is that the snap left shit in chaos but then you had five years of people picking up the pieces and finding out what works right now the blip fucked everything up even more. Yeah. So now we're in another yeah. spot where like, if you have like ill intentions or an agenda, you can maybe get it done. So maybe what we're seeing is multiple people vying for what they need and want out of Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Oh, they're just kind of like, is that why they want children? Like, a, why, why are children so important? Like, I know James, you mentioned in the comics, uh, the guy with the kids on his hand. What the oh, hell massive, was massive pandemonium. Yeah, like, he, he basically had, it was, it was, Billy and Tommy as uh, were his arms, pretty much. That was like his hands. It's a, it's a weird, obscure character in the comics. Uh, it, I don't even know how they would even perplex that. So to be honest, if a character like that appeared in this, it would just look weird. <laughs> you know, yeah. Michael Michael has a couple videos out that are talking about this and the Easter eggs and a leaked some leaked footage and some leaked stuff that like really I don't want to go into it because it's going to spoil it we're talking about episode five and yeah, ma watch. major spoiler warning for any of but that new seriously, stuff seriously <laughs> if yes. you guys you guys need to check these videos out on his on his channel always everything because my I might need to do always are you just no, no it's fine it'll it'll find it that yeah that's cool search that as well you it'll, it'll, it'll go there watch everywhere all the time <laughs> wait yeah, watch it was the somewhere. first thing that everything it was the first thing that came up the moment you type it it's all it will it'll come up either way you're right first that thing. new stuff that new stuff is very indicative though that like you know I um I feel like they've left it so open ended though to try to wrap this up now. What do we have? Three episodes. We have four episodes left. Four episodes, right? Four. Six, seven, eight, yeah. nine. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of that's a lot of ground to cover. I'm yeah. And the thing is, even based in within half hour episodes, I mean, it's not. Yeah, we might. Not. Snap out of it. The big reveal that we saw after this episode might actually not be the re the big reveal that we were hoping for. That's true. I mean, and we are going to get to that. And know what? But Samantha, let me put this question to you. Did you notice when they mentioned um, Captain Marvel to Monica Rambeau, didn't she look a little swole? Oh, she was yeah. mad. <laughs> she was angry. I mean, I feel like it, it might have been because Captain Marvel wasn't around when her mother was dying. Or there was another theory that I saw that it was that Captain Marvel's radiation caused Maria uh, Rambo's cancer. Oh, oh like, shit. What? That so I don't know. Cool. I don't know what it was. Everything always. Everything always, bitch. <laughs>
you from Chef Boy RD, all your favorite X-Men in pasta shapes and excellent sauce. We got them. And only you can set them free. New X-Men pasta. It's not just a meal. It's an adventure. Can I, uh, I'm going to snip. I'm literally going to snip at that audio. Make Please make sure that's included in the final. And that's making it multiple places on my, my Twitch channel, my YouTube. I'm using that every, everything always, bitch. As long I don't as know why I haven't right. done it before now. Shit. As long as she doesn't screw it up. Welcome to most of the time somewhere. No, somewhere. that's wrong. What? Like, what? <laughs> Go, get out, go. I need to hire you all out brand. We need a, a full rehaul of my branding. And I think you have all the ideas. So I'm, I'm all in. Yo, Mike, so like, well, what do you, why do you think Monica was so swole? What, what is your theory on like, what do you Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, there's, it's, it's probably got something to do with that. And what I had said is that like, you know, it's easy for us to get the, the time frame for this, but like Avengers Endgame just happened, right? Mm -hmm. And Monica uh, is rolled into the chain of command somehow. Right. So just yeah. like Rhodey and Captain Marvel, at some point debriefings happen. Um, Captain Marvel would have been a firsthand account. So would Rhodey. So they would be, you know, army members. They'd be military members that would be well suited for a firsthand account debriefing. So she's going to know that Captain Marvel was gone when her mom wasn't there. And, mm. you know, I don't know what a Zurian elixir is, but, you know, they probably got some heels out there in space we don't know about. Probably could have fixed some shit. So it's like, hey. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, you know, yeah, you could see that probably that's more than likely a conundrum that's probably not going to even be resolved until we see Captain Marvel mm -hmm. 2. And, and wait, you guys, and just to, even just to kind of like just to pause the narrative and just say that the writing in the show, I mean, Marvel's always done very good with, you know, connecting one movie to the, the, the next. And we talked about on past episodes how uh, the fans have been impatient. Like, Mike, have you noticed that people are like, oh, this, the show's too slow. It's boring, you know what I mean? But now, as you go along, you're starting to see how everything connects. So I think people, they still want quick answers, but you're not going to get quick answers. I think, like, uh, now we know, obviously, the people of the town are hijacked, but there's still more questions like Pietro. So let's get to Pietro. Like, Ooh. is he raised from the dead? Or was he plucked from another universe? Like, where where are they going with this? If if he's not connected to the Quicksilver from Fox, I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, if that they just picked Evan Peters to fuck with our heads, <laughs> I will literally that will be freak out. You think he's a red herring? No, well, well, to be honest, when the doorbell rang, she didn't know who the fuck it was. Mm -hmm. So usually she's able to correspond anything that's going on in the town because all of it's happening within her reality. So when the doorbell rings and she's saying, I don't know, it's not me. What did he do that make her realize it's him? It was a slight little thing he did with the head. He was like, like kind of like a little thing. And then she, she looked like, wait a minute, you're Pietro. So which makes me think, is this his soul in another in another universe body? Like, Mike, what, what do you think with the whole thing? Because I know you probably have man, 30 theories. Man, man, I, you know, I, I put it all out there and I'm still like, I don't, I don't know. So I'm guessing like you guys, like we all have that friend that's like our go-to Marvel friend, right? Like the reason I even have a channel is because I was already having these conversations daily with the same person. And I was like, shit, we should just, you know, chronicle this. And I'm like, that guy is like in on this is not the Fox X-Men. Like he's not an insider. I'm just saying his opinion. And he's, he's, he's watched all the movies like we have. And like, he's in on it. He's like, there's no way. And I'm like, yeah, there's no way. 
but you know, you had a great point, Nick. Like if, if, if it's not that, then what are they doing? Why would you even use Evan Peters in this play? Just why? I don't, I don't think you make him Quicksilver and then don't connect to the fact that he was Quicksilver and Fox. So whatever it is, it's got something to do with that. It has to, right? Right. I, I think you're right. You, you made a really good point. In one of your videos where you're like, listen, if, she had this conversation about not being able to resurrect from the dead, but could she have plucked out of another universe, you know? So like she can't resurrect her own brother, but Hey, I'm going to go dip into another universe and get another Quicksilver, you know? I don't with the amount of CMBRs that basically happen amongst the four snaps, four snaps that that happened within those past two movies have portals open up, have dimensions open up to where, you know, possibly, you know, the ultimate universe 616 any of these dimensions have basically walked into the current mcu and now you're seeing multiples of each other so eh, it's a broad spectrum but we can go there but you know what like it, is it kind of brilliant on uh, the mcu's part to actually take because now that they own these old fox movies now it's almost like they're opening the door they're making them in a way kind of side story canon you know what i mean so now people are going to go want to go back and watch these older movies which now they'll make money from because they oh, own the rest of it. you know what i mean so it's it's a way of them oh. saying you know okay let's validate this old stuff again the writing i don't doubt marvel with their writing anymore i don't know how they're going to tie this in to make it make sense but if they do like uh, do you guys see this leading to the the multiverse of madness or the uh, spider-man the next spider-man film obviously like, uh, I mean, it has to. I mean, the next the next bit of content that we're going to get is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we got basically the trailer that came out during the Super Bowl. So if there's a tie-in based on that, because we all know that uh, Wanda and Pietro have a connection with one other person who happens to be a villain in the MCU, and he happens to be from Sokovia, and that's Baron Zemo, who's going to appear in this next movie. If there's any connection there, who knows? But there's more things to add to it. All these Disney Plus movies have to add up to the cinematic universe. The so, big plots have to form. So now let me, let, Mike, let me throw this to you because people keep connect. They're, they're connecting WandaVision to uh, 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 the uh, Multiverse of Madness to Winter Soldier. But how is this going to connect to the Eternals? Because I, I, I have full confidence that they know how to thread everything in. So I, I'm actually, I'm worried about it. Uh, I'm worried. I'm not worried about like superhero fatigue because I mean, we've been fans for so many decades at this point. It, we're not going to keep, we'll take everything they get. But uh, yep. villains don't line up one by one in real life. They never did in the comics. And all of these things were playing out simultaneously. So, you know, there's a chance now for like more stories to fold out that don't necessarily have to always connect and interfere um, you know, so some of the descriptions, the recent ones, and these are official descriptions, it's not a spoiler warning, this is coming from Marvel, is that, you know, the, the Eternals have their reasons for not interfering in, the, in what's going on with humans. And uh, uh, the, the thing that I'm worried about, what I'm trying to say is that, like, when all this starts tying in, and you have all of these super powerful beings, people like Captain Marvel, but then the Eternals, the power creep that happens is you got to keep bringing in these crazier villains, and it's yeah. got to be even more powerful. And then it's Adam Warlock, and wait, then it's wait. like the Dragon Ball Z syndrome. Like, you know, now uh -huh. I'm Ultra, I'm Super Saiyan three, I'm Super Saiyan okay. four. All right. So, but but how I think they can go about this though is that you can have side stories like the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. Obviously, the Falcon skill set. You know, Falcon's never going to fight 
Adam Warlock and win. That doesn't even make sense. Like, you know, Hawkeye said, I have a bow and arrow. This doesn't even make sense. So what you do is you start having other villains with other agendas so that, yeah, I think, you know, maybe the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Madripoor storyline crosses over with Shang-Chi and that is a separate thread than what we're seeing in WandaVision and the multiverse. And yeah, there'll be references, but you don't need always to have that conclusion point where there's a full tie-in. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Do you think now she got her powers when um, Scarlet, or not Scarlet, because she's not Scarlet Witch yet, but when Wanda threw her out of her uh, little TV world, do you think that's how she got her powers? I think so, because her x-ray didn't come back. So it kind of would line up and make sense with everything. But then, like, who else got powers? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think so. I, I, my, thought, my thought is she already has powers. I, I agree. Why, why yeah. do you think that? I agree. Yeah, because she took a full blast from yeah. from from Wanda, got ex, ex, like basically expunged. They were surprised she was still alive. They were shocked. She was fine. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, she like had bed rest for a couple of days, but she looked like she was cool. She got out the bed, no bruises, no bumps, no breaks, nothing. No, my my black ass would be dead. I'd be like, oh Jesus. <laughs> might not know the surface of if she's acquired her powers maybe mm -hmm. maybe not until either the end of this this storyline or maybe captain marvel too i mean i hope it's this storyline me too basically yes. see monica rambo go full spectrum and just go at it i'm curious now with the kids it's like she can't control the kids or storks obviously small creatures now <laughs> she can't control them you know they'll they'll stork away and peck away but what 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 is it about children that she can't control. Like, again, this maybe this is a comic reference. I don't know, but why can't she control the kids? We don't die, we Baby's kids. Well, I mean, it, that's kind of difficult because she can't necessarily control Vision. Vision seems to snap out of it every once in a while. So where's the constructs of Billy and Tommy? Because they're going to evolve a little bit more in these next couple episodes. They're going to start to acquire their skill set and their power scales are going to start to like take fold. You're going to see speed. You're going to see Wiccan. So they're they're going to start harnessing their powers too in the next couple of episodes. So nobody knows. But the thing is, it seems to be anybody that has a direct link to Wanda, Vision, Tommy, and Billy have ways to snap out of it every once in a while and divulge their own little power scale. Mike, Mike, what do you think? Why do you think like the kids? Uh, she can't. Is it because they weren't? They were born in her bubble. Is that why? And they weren't, you know, from the outside that came in? Uh, you know, so this just seems like a good a place as any to drop an Easter egg I haven't had a chance to talk about. A little uh, a little Rosemary's baby here. Oh. Who's, who's the father? Yeah. What? Michael, what? What did you just say? It's the Mephistork. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just lost like half my subscribers. <laughs> Mephistork, but it really is. So if it's, see, because remember, they don't really show them doing the do, and they had to put the beds together. Plus, we don't even know what's going on with his anatomy. We don't even know what's going on with vision altogether. She did the never really even, never really even implied that at all. And then all of a sudden, she was just pregnant. So yeah. like, and then that would explain why, if you know, if it's Mephisto's kid, she can't control them. The same Wait. way, 
saw the same poof happen when she tried to control the stork and it didn't happen. Yeah, the guys, stork was like was wishing you know, away. Everybody should follow always everything. No, I'm sorry. Everywhere <laughs> consistently something somewhere. Sometimes you should follow <laughs> Michael, like honestly, like you this is the information that your channel provides, and that's why everybody needs to like because I don't know what that. Hell yeah. No, it, I haven't heard people talking about it. I mean, it's it's possible. There's another thing. I want, can I double back for a second? Go. Sure. Okay, so when Monica Rambeau is talking to Tyler Hayward, when they finally get into the office, okay, he says you're grounded. And she goes, is it because, no, 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 I'm fine. And I think you're supposed to imply that's because she just returned from being snapped. But what if it's because there wasn't a major event that happened before she disappeared that led to her power set happening. What she's really referencing is what already happened. That's why she's grounded. She even says, drones usually follow me. Why the hell would you have drones following yeah. you around yeah. unless some major shit already happened to you and they want intel on that? That's what she's actually talking about right. to be revealed. You guys agree? We see that in Captain Marvel 2. We see that somewhere else. Probably not during this series, but explains why she... And then remember when she gets off the rack, they're like, oh, we got to do retests. And she's like, no, we're done here. She doesn't need retests. She already she's knows good. exactly what's yeah. going on. She already yeah. knows that wasn't going to work out. She's just nipping it in the bud and being like, you can't. No, we're not. We're not talking that. So I, I agree with you 100%, man, James. They definitely, she already has that. It's already in there. So you know what? Let's end on this. And I know this is a little off one division, but connected in a way. Obviously, the Super Bowl uh, was last mm -hmm. night. And we saw that uh, uh, little, remember that little uh, inspiration for Ed? Now, maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe coincidental but do you guys think am, am i going nuts that it was literally right after the falcon winter soldier ad that they showed this that four is absolutely marvel's trademark 100 percent. you're not wrong about that by the way you're, you're not that you you're not wrong, okay <laughs> but then i read i was looking at the rest of it bro wait what I, that's what I said. That's what I said. What? I've been working it over. I've been working it over since <laughs> I, I found a connection. What if what they're asking for is just a, you're going to get a cameo as the crew for the astronauts for Fantastic Four? That's why you ah, don't actually need the prerequisites to do it. You're going to space, but it's going to be on green screen and you're going to end you. up. Yes. Okay. Sense. However, however, hold on, hold on, hold on. However, what? <laughs> no, if, if that's the case, I told you guys, I told you too many legal problems. But, but, but here's the problem. Anyway. But if you go on the website and look at all the terms and conditions, like it's to the, the they're, they're pretty much like if you donate more than $10 and if you're in good physical condition, which is very vague, then you can win this thing. So to me, that's sloppy. You know, like what if someone has a heart condition? Like some people Wait, no. just can't they go into a lot more depth than that i went deep they go and they give you the entire like month by month thing of how it's literally everything is Thank there you. the commercial came on right after the falcon winter <laughs> okay that's fine that's right fine after. maybe maybe at the launch there'll be a commercial for five dollars like four i don't know but i'm just saying this yeah. is crazy I don't listen know. it and you know, and go in their Instagram account because if you look at their uh, shop for whatever it is, it was all just marketing stuff bland. And then all of a sudden they got the blue and white scheme. It's like one day a deal was cut, then all of a sudden, boom, you got this marketing. I'm telling you, man, yeah. listen. I mean, look at, look at the misdirection that we're basically happening in WandaVision where we get these commercials for Hydra Soap and, and, and Luger, uh, um, no, Lagos uh, paper towels. Like Lex Luger, like the wrestler? Uh
Luger. Lagos, man. Lagos. Damn it. <laughs> Wait, they could just be Marvel could just be the master manipulator where we think that uh Evan Peter's character is coming from the Fox and is really not. And then that this is really about Fantastic Four, but it's really not. Like I don't or it is. It really is. We think it's not, but it really is. Like they could just be master manipulators and they're fucking with my head. So, so guys, uh, before we go, I do I wanted to shout you out again, Michael. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. I had a great time. We'll do it again soon, for sure. And, and listen, guys, if you haven't already, uh, the real name is Everything Always. Definitely check him out. You know, I mean, not, his videos have followers for a reason. They're great, informative. And his Instagram is I Am Fires, and That's he posts right. some funny memes. And uh, you're, he's also a musician. This dude... Look, look, he's got I'm, a damn I'm, I'm just out here trying. I'm just out here trying, okay? <laughs> just out here trying. And, right. No, I really, I really appreciate you having me on, guys. This was a lot of fun. So we'll do it again. No question. Absolutely, absolutely, Mike. Thanks for coming on. And guys, party nerds, let's just keep watching the show every week. We're excited to see where things go. So let's do it, guys. Party nerds, we are out. Everything always bitch. <laughs> was recorded on tape before a live audience.